You're listening to One on One with DP. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old One on One. Look at that. Right here on 93.7 The Ticket. We are joined, Jay and myself are joined by the esteemed Barry Thompson on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Barry, you still there with us? Right here, Ben. Of course he is. He's <laughs> a man of his word. <laughs> Barry, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, obviously I didn't even get been able to talk. We didn't even get to jump into it, but obviously uh, you and DP are usually on. Usually on. I want to get your thoughts, insights on Arch Manning going to Texas and how do you see it working out? Obviously, once he gets on campus with the uh, two quarterbacks, that one with Quinn Ewers that was number one and the other guy that's, uh, I guess, the assumed starter that was number, I think, three in his class in the previous year. Of the three Manning brothers who have played football, we've seen two of them. Did either one make a mistake in choosing the school they went to? Nope. No. What are the chances that Arch made a mistake going to Texas? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, if anybody, they could start an advisory committee and start charging people a lot of money to make the right decision, right? Right, and they got and and, and I love the way Archie's just at the top of the hill, and I'm you know I'm just hey, I'm just proud of my boys. And you you mean to tell me that they don't have some conversations about what's important and how you need to look at this and who's coaching, and you look at both Peyton and um, and uh, uh, Eli, Eli, right? You know, there was a little bit of a handoff between Peyton and Eli. It seemed odd that Eli chose Ole Miss, but Coach Cutcliffe was there, remember? Yeah. And they, they and there was a crew that was there, including the um, – Oh, gosh, there's a set of brothers that joined up with them down at Ole Miss. Um, and then they went on, that crew went on to Duke. And so Duke was coming up. And then Peyton, when he got hurt, he went back to Coach Cut. So I'm interested to looking behind the scenes at the coaching staff and to see if there's any connection between Tennessee, Ole Miss, or Coach Cut, and those that are maybe off of the Duke staff, that are there at Texas. It just seems to me that's where this family makes decisions. Yeah, it seemed to, you know, like, look, I would say if there's a, they're the first family of football. They went in and, or at least with, with Eli and pimped and dictated the draft. So they, they, they know what they're doing. It seems like they're always a step ahead of everybody else. Um, I just wanted to see, you know, you know, to double down on that. What do you think happens? Do you think it's a foregone conclusion that Arch Manning starts as a true freshman or does he play a little bit, or do they kind of work him in there? Or, or thirdly, is it all depending on what Quinn Hewers does? Uh, you know, from now till then. There is. I know this is a fan game, but I'll rely on my first statement. I don't think any of the Mannings have made a mistake in the schools that they've chosen. <laughs> and and of of the names that you just mentioned, right. and you think about the fan base at the University of Texas. The publicity that Arch Manning had, the fact that he's a man. Right. How, how many 
subpar games as any quarterback going to have before everybody, including the dudes who can pull out their wallets and money with people, start saying, yeah, we need to see a little more arch out on that field. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they, it you, will not take long. Yeah, and it's a, it's a. I think since he committed, Texas has gotten nine commitments. They so, got a five-star wide receiver, receiver just who like went, yesterday, who went to Texas on a visit. Was was disrespectful of their trophy case, saying the only trophies he saw were swimming and diving trophies. Went to Texas A&M, kind of said the same thing. I don't see any football trophies. And then after Arch Manning commits, he's like, "Oh well, I guess I'll go to Texas." Yeah. So it's a. Uh, and, and by the way, and a shout out to Coach uh, uh, Marion, who's down there handling receivers. He's a guy that I ran into when he was on Howard's staff with Coach London. Went to uh, uh, William and Mary. Mm. Uh, went to Hawaii, and then he wound up on that Pittsburgh staff with uh, the coach at Nebraska now. Coach Whipple. Yep, and he and Coach Marion is is down in Texas. Mm. He's a he's a quarterback receiver guy, has an offense. I'm telling you, there's a lot of thought that went into making that choice. A lot of thought that went, and it wasn't just it, it just wasn't half happened. There's a good offensive staff down there. And by the way, what you mentioned, that dynamic has been existing for about five years, that these quarterbacks, when they go around to these different high-level things, they're also having their eye on guys they would like to play with, kind of like the NBA does, right, right? in the offseason. And the quarterback arena, that's been going on for a while with the idea that, hey, if I commit, you know, if we come together and go play here, Let's go get this on, and it's not it's not buddy buddy, it's that dude can play right type of thing. Let's saddle up and let's get this thing done. Right. Um, this, go ahead. It won't be long, I I don't think, before there's a University of Michigan State uh, situation with the Fat Five. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. You can see that going on. I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you piggyback on that. You talked about the quarterbacks going around, and you seeing a good player. Uh, obviously, you know Nebraska has some. Uh, the state of Nebraska has some kids that. Uh, you know, are getting out on a national level. You got um, the Gretna quarterback on Oklahoma State. You got Malachi Coleman. Just got a ton of offers. I want to get your thought on thoughts on travel seven on seven. I deal with it in the basketball arena. I wanted to get your thoughts on travel seven on seven slash the O line D line camps where you see them all over Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, do you do you like it? Dislike it? Uh, or has the purity of the reason behind it uh, kind of lost, got lost in the shuffle, considering that it's go, do what you need to do, get offers, and it seems like there's 50 million of them versus 50 when it probably first started? I think there's three levels, you know, from where I sit, and I don't know everything, but from where I sit, there's at least three levels. There's the high-end level where the four, five stars, they kind of know. It's all like an old-fashioned pickup game. You know, it, it, especially I'm sitting here and it, people don't realize it, but this DMV area, particularly D.C., is, is really almost more of a basketball town than it is football. And 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 when there's a great player circling around when Allen Iverson was here, right? It, it was just like a whisper. Like, okay, and all the good players knew exactly where to go. And then you and everybody would drift over there and you would see this fantastic stuff where they were competing I think there's a level of seven on seven that that occurs. That's out of the stratosphere for most people. 
The other level is local high schools, and they just kind of give into it, and they say, well, at least the kids are together, and they're doing football. I don't know if there's any real benefit to that other than that. What I tell players at my level is I say, go play 7-on-7, seven seven, but don't mistake playing 7-on-7 seven seven for getting better. Right. I heard, I heard you mention Larry Bird earlier, right. the end of last segment. Larry has a quote. He says, most people don't understand that you're better off practicing than playing most of the time. Right? So if a player goes out and does 7-on-7, seven seven, he just can't mistake that for getting better. He's got to understand there's another separate compartment that he has to work on to get better for the fall because the 707 game doesn't, it's not relatable to the fall. You don't get four seconds to throw the football, right? You don't get to heave it on the end zone on fourth and 20 and there's no consequence, right? Right. Play calling is different. You're, 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 you're focused to execute a play is different. You could throw it away on three. You got a good matchup. You can heave it 20 yards and the guy can out jump some dude who's normally on the bench, right? right. That, that doesn't work in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those are the three different levels. You see right. this, these guys, you know, top, top pylon or whatever the top one is now at the highest level. They're banging against each other. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a pretty good thing, right, Jay? Right, yeah. Good right, I good. mean, you get horses together and they're competing. That's, that's pretty good stuff. But there's a lot below that. Just like on the AAU circuit, there's a few – and the upper stratosphere, AAU, right? You see them play. All right, they're traveling, playing against each other. That's good stuff. But below that, taking money, spending weekends, playing right. five games, charging the parents to get in. Okay, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hateful. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They do it in baseball too. They do it in soccer. Yeah. Yeah. I just think there's levels to it, and I think you need to understand what level you're on. Yeah. So, so you're talking seven on seven. Let's kind of. Along those lines, practice the uh, Miami quarterback commit, who made his made his work. You know, having videos of him throwing passes in pajamas. Mm-hmm. He is he, he <laughs> commits to Miami and is rumored to have a nine point five, not nine point eight. I don't know exactly nine million dollar deal with the Hurricanes. How would would you as a as a high school coach? I, I I mean I don't know if this this is true about the kid, but you know some some people say you know money changes money changes people. How would you handle a nine point five million dollar senior in high school? I was sitting down and say, son, how do you make the money? Show me how to do it. <laughs> right, right. No, I mean, listen, you. It's funny how the numbers go. Remember the first NLL came up and everybody was like. Their panties were in knots because there was some quarterback who hadn't played at Alabama had a million dollar thing. Yeah, do we even talk about him anymore? I think nope. he won the Heisman. Okay, but did we talk about his million dollar nil? No. <laughs> okay, so you know, as long as you play good, it's not yeah. that big a deal, yeah, right, Barry? Yeah, exactly. And it, and guess what? If he's a bust, he still has how much? Nine point five. Nine point five. Okay. As long as he's all right. He he gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we just have to worry about one thing: can he play? <laughs> yeah. I don't have any problem cutting him. Hey, if I snatch his scholarship away, Jay, I'm not gonna feel that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's what, that's what, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you, 
these colleges all gone. I said, fuck yeah, it. Go get take, it again. You, yeah, you can go to get an online university uh, degree now. You'll pay for it. Yeah. You can do like Shaq. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go buy a school. Right. I wonder, Nine million, you start to buy something and set up yourself. No, I mean, it's just, look, I told this to DP. Every, every bad thing that you can think of about NIL, every bad thing, has already existed. Now, not a $9 million kid, but you can't tell me that in the past there wasn't some kid getting paid two or $300,000 to go to a school. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? That's happened. We know that's happened. So then how do you treat that kid? Yeah. Treat the same way you treat the $9 million kid. But except for the $9 million kid, I definitely want to sit down and talk to him. <laughs> I said, could you set up my social media account? <laughs> right. Yeah. I want to know. You just got to be the p- pajama coach. You you coach in pajamas, well, and everybody that goes go, that throws at you throws in go, pajamas. I'll, I'll be I'll be the pajama distributor then. I'll there set up a website. There you go. I'll, I I will pack and ship for you. I just need to cut pajamaqb.com. What else do you do when somebody makes nine million dollars? Don't you ask them how they made their money? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Barry, I wanted to, I wanted to right. ask like. You know what? What in your your opinion? You coach you know different levels of guys that play the quarterback position, both high school and yeah. college. What's the one or two things that derails them from reaching their potential? Uh, you know, versus short term, which is when you first mm-hmm. get there, or yeah. long term, maybe that maybe piggybacked off of that, or something along the way that stunts their uh, you know their growth as a yeah. player. Yeah, I I think. The simplest way we're talking about this, there are a lot of people in this world that are capable of just doing anything. But there are a much smaller population that's willing. And so what I notice more than anything else is the guys that, the guys that keep going, they're just willing to, to do more and willing to keep going. Uh, it, doesn't, it sounds overly simplistic. It, 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 they, they are willing at times when I'm amazed that they're willing. Right. I mean, I do it for a living and I'm amazed that they're willing. Like I can tell them this stuff, but they, the stuff that they run into and keep going forward, that is, that is the singular difference. I have so many quarterbacks right now, just even guy who's now a professional quarterback. I mean, they're, he's five, two as a freshman. He goes, Juco, Juco. Nobody goes, Juco, Juco. Right. Right? They go, Juco, FCS, FDS. And certainly after the second Juco, you go, FCS, He goes, Division Two. Right. Then he leaves with no agent, no senior bowl, right, and no pro debt. Okay. Posted thing says I'm draft eligible. <laughs> Single mom, one car, no money. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, so you you tell me what's the difference, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It's just that they're willing. There are a lot of people in that circumstance. It's like I, you know, and it, and you would understand it. So I can't do this, right? A coach didn't help me out. Blah blah blah. I'm a small school. Blah blah blah. Right, but then he's just one example of many where I've seen these guys and they just keep going. Right. Noah Kim had his thigh chopped in half. I mean, I mean, to be gross, but the, the big bone in the thigh was broken. Right? And he's in a bed. I go to see him. Uh, his birthday was on Monday. 
and I, my wife made something to take over to see him, and I thought, you know, I'd wait a little bit, maybe a little grog, because he has a surgery on Sunday. They're sitting him up in a chair telling him how he needs to, to walk when he gets home. I barely caught him in the hospital. And then later on, he's bugging me. He says, Coach, what are we doing? I'm like, no, are you on crutches? He goes, yeah, but I can sit down and throw. I got pictures. I go, okay, come on down. Right. <laughs> and first time he was on two crutches. Next time he was bragging because he's on one. Killed himself in the pool. And by the spring, he's running. Right? And then now he's a, you know, Big Ten quarterback, number two spot, play away from, you know, playing. Right. So I don't know how he did that. But I know that when these obstacles were in his way, he, he just found it within himself that he has a saying that says there's beauty in the struggle. There's beauty in the struggle. And the guys that keep going at all these positions, at all these levels, at some level, they must think that, that there's beauty in the struggle. And they like being pretty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're, we're joined by Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy. Barry, we're going to hit this break, and up next, we're going to find out, are we cooking or are we eating? Okay. We're eating. We're eating. We're eating? All right. Up next, we're going to find out exactly what Barry is eating. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 